0: chica tell me what's wrong. I don't know why I always sing that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is part of the
2: Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com.
0: What's up, Scuttle friends? This is Ro and Chantel on the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. We got a new show for you with a fantastic guest, one of our patrons. I was going to say one of our patron saints, and that wouldn't be too far <laughs> from the truth. Oh, <laughs> El Señor Frank, the Frank 402. How's it going, brother? Hola. <laughs> that, Shanti, that, that means hello. That means
1: hi. Yeah. That means huh? Huh? hello. Yeah,
0: you he, she's she's learning. She's learning. learning. Excellent. Good to see you, Frank. Ah, oh, it's good to be here. It's been
2: uh it's been a while. It's been,
1: it's a, been, while, a, while. It's been a while. It's been
2: a while.
0: But you know what? <laughs> I have this here just to remind me of the wonderful people that um, help uh, us geek out. Uh oh, he's going to bring something out there. you go. I'm
1: sorry. I'm in my hideout house. hideout house. Sorry. I'm probably, in a safe
0: House there's probably someone tied and gagged right <laughs> off camera <laughs> hey Josh awesome yeah exactly not
1: gonna shoot
0: <laughs> <laughs> excellent uh, so we got a, a really cool uh, topic for tonight and I know we uh, it was suggested to us uh, a while ago by by you Frank isn't that right was it was that it was your idea a while back?
2: Yeah, I think I think we think so. we we had talked about it. We had said like, oh, you know, like because uh, I mentioned about Back to the Future Three being one of my favorite movies right. because of the fact, and then everybody's like, oh, but you know, it's lame, and I'm like, who doesn't love a western? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then that's where exactly. it really started from.
0: Exactly. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this one because you know, westerns um, as a genre, I don't think um, us geeks give it enough credit. I think you know we're stuck with the sci-fi and the fantasy. And the future, space, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And sometimes we we forget to kind of look back and learn our history. Uh, and westerns are obviously, uh, you know, definitely a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody grew up watching westerns from one, you know, aspect uh, of of just you know growing up with with families, with dads, uncles, mm-hmm. moms, liking you know, uh, old television. We'll, we'll talk about some of the old TV Westerns uh, Shanti that you pointed out as well. But uh, w- you know, we talk about period pieces and they're always like, you know, men in, in powdered wigs and women in these corset dresses and stuff like that. And those are obviously period pieces, but mm-hmm. I would argue that Westerns are also period pieces because they kind of rely on the history, mm-hmm. you know, especially the history here in the United States uh, frontiers, men, Native Americans, gold rush, things like that. But what do you guys think of westerns as a genre? Do you feel that they get, you know, enough respect um, in the in the movie business? And we'll talk a little bit about the early days of the western. But what do you? What are your overall feelings about westerns? Shanti, I'll, I'll start with you.
1: Um, I haven't seen a ton of Westerns, but I respect the genre, obviously. Like, I respect pretty much (laughs) all genres of movies. Um, I think, like anything else, if it's done well, then I I don't see why it's a genre that can't get a lot of love and and respect. Yeah, I mean, one of the ones that we're going to mention, for instance, is Unforgiven. I think that's a phenomenal movie, and it doesn't make a difference whether it's a Western or not. Like, the genre has no bearing on anything to me at that point, if it's just a really good movie or film.
0: Or story, for that matter. Or story, right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Frankie, it seems like you have a 10-gallon hat on your shirt, and I know we're listening to the podcast, (laughs) but uh, put a big sombrero on you and you're ready to go. Excellent. Uh, So what do you think about uh, Westerns as a genre in general?
2: I mean, and uh, some of the notes that you sent, you know, uh, is, you know, Westerns had like their – their big boom like obviously in the early part of you know movies um mainly like in the 40s 50s 60s kind of died down a little bit in the 70s but i feel like westerns in general are kind of like like i guess like the the building blocks i guess you could say of 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 how the movie industry started you know it's like you know people want to saying like oh westerns are boring you know i want to see you know space fights you know i want to see action you know guns and stuff like that explosions but i said like all that started with westerns i mean like you know we have to give um westerns or you know their due you know without them you know would we have ever gotten you know star wars you know some of the movies that we covet and love so much now. In this generation, Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, you have to give, you know, Western movies their due because without them, where would we be?
0: Absolutely. There's a big circle. Um, Mm -hmm. You mentioned Star Wars, obviously, and we'll touch on that in a little bit. But there is a, a very big circle that includes this genre to Star Wars and some of the other films that we all, you know, grew up and and love. Um, Just a quick little history, you know, back in the 1800s, you had novels that were very popular and read uh, in the Western genre. I think the first one uh, was called The Virginian. I've got that in the notes circa 1902 um and a lot of these stories serve as historical record and as i mentioned you know the the frontiersmen and the boom that drove people out west to search for gold to search for land you know that sort of thing and we've got the adventure um you know calling uh to the folks that are uh, our characters in these movies and these stories, so all that stuff peaked in the 1960s. But like you said, it dropped off in the 70s. There uh, mm-hmm. seemed to have been a a bit of an oversaturation of westerns. And you're right, Hollywood was was cranking them out. You know, mm-hmm. if you got actors like jo, uh, John Wayne and some of the actors uh, uh, that, that we mentioned, Clint Eastwood, obviously in mm-hmm. the mo- more modern times. Um, but you know, television was a great repository for westerns they were Mm -hmm. easy to produce um a lot of the studios back in the day had backlots that had you know small little towns that shot westerns that were Mm -hmm. easily interchanged for you know the weekly adventure and they were like i said they were easy to produce and people were scarfing them up left and right they were very very popular but uh like anything you know there was an oversaturation they kind of died out um, it was one of the most popular genres in Hollywood for for decades. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do tell the tale of the uh, the tale of struggle. And I think, you know, a lot of movies today also tell the tale of struggle, but in a different way. And you mentioned Star Wars, obviously, but there's a lot of sci-fi that actually has that Western feel to it. <laughs> And obviously, you know, with the release of The Mandalorian, you know, what can be more Western than The Mandalorian? So we've got Mm -hmm. that going for us. Um, But, uh, you know, there's a lot of inspirations that were drawn from Western. And obviously we talked about American history. We talked about the locations that were, again, uh, you know, with genre films, the Western was probably one of the easiest genres to kind of fill that frame because – it was already there. You've got right. directors like Ford just set up a camera in in the Rocky Mountains, and it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. You don't worry about CGI. What do you guys like the the, the aspect that these films were just easy to to kind of set up and then go? I think it um, you know these directors really just kind of grabbed their crew and then just went out and and shot uh, you know sunsets and and vistas. It, it was. It was such a beautiful thing. Talk a little bit about that scenery, kind of helping you immerse in the in the
2: world of westerns. Does it work? Does it work for you guys? Um, I mean, it works for me in the sense that you know, like, like you kind of harked on it saying, like, that back in the day, you know, westerns are almost kind of like the easy films to make. It's like, oh, if you want to just make a western, you know, get yourself a crew, get yourself a camera, head out to the desert, and there you go. It's like and then you know a lot of those places um, have become like historical you know landmarks that there's still places from like the you know the 1800s you know when the when westerns and cowboys and, and lawmen you know they all ruled the West and those places are still you know up and running that they could just say, oh, we'll just go to this place and film there. And then like, what's the story? I'm like, all right, you know, stories, uh, this guy killed this guy's brother. Or, you know, like there's your story. Like go with it. I remember like I used to watch uh, Western movies of uh, people uh, would, were fighting over a a gun. I can't remember the name of the movie. I think it was called Winchester um, 79 or something like that, where like there's literally a contest to win a rifle. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Like that's the premise of the entire movie. Right. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Right. I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. all right, sweet. You know, it's like, it's like not like it's called like a uh, lazy writing, but I think like mm-hmm. it's just called easy. You know, it's something that you know people are still familiar with. It's a you know kind of close to the time period. So it's like, all right, yeah, let's do that.
0: And it, you know, it harkens obviously to a simple, simpler time.
1: I was, yeah, I was just going to say that.
0: Yeah, go ahead, Shanti.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say that actually you were just about to take the words out of my mouth that because most of the time Westerns are taking place during a time period, as we were just saying, that it was very, you know, minimalistic living, you know, electricity wasn't around, you know, so because of that, uh, I like when I'm big on less is, you know, less is more. So I think that's why there is more focus on story when it comes to Westerns. And that's why I think people should give them a shot because there is more focus on that. You are dealing with such a minimal set. So, and for me, it is all about the writing and it's all about the story. So, and that's why I think, you know, like Frank said, why some people probably maybe might find them boring sometimes You know, because it might be too much story, but I don't feel that way. I always feel like there's a good balance of story and action because at the end of the day, you are dealing essentially with the wild, wild west. You're dealing with outlaws. You're dealing with gunslingers. So,
0: Yeah. And uh, during my research, I found a very interesting uh, factoid uh, that I didn't know, which is kind of cool. Wyatt Earp. The Mm -hmm. real Wyatt Earp, I guess he was an early consultant to the Hollywood films. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Um, You mentioned the gunslinger, and that Mm -hmm. brings us uh, very craftily to our next segment uh, in the discussion, the archetypes of the Western Um, and we see them in movies Mm -hmm. all the time. Um, but you know, I don't want to say that these archetypes kind of started with the Western genre, but, uh, they're pretty close. You've got, uh, the true cowboy, Mm -hmm. the gunslinger, the gambler, the preacher, the doc, the sheriff, the drunk, and the tycoon. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the most part, these character archetypes are subject uh are subjective in their own descriptions um but they they pretty much stay consistent to to the overall essence of each of the characters you know you mentioned the gunslinger Frank you said star wars the gunslinger is definitely you know someone like han solo, han solo. Mm-hmm. uh the true cowboy hero's journey who do you think of luke Skywalker, Skywalker. you've got Absolutely. the gambler uh the preacher Obi-Wan Kenobi, you've got the sheriff, Vader, the doc could be C3PO, the drunk is Jar Jar cuz everybody <laughs> kn- everybody knows that, and the tycoon is uh Palpatine. And again, you mentioned Star Wars early on, but you know, westerns and Star Wars uh really have a a big connective tissue when right. it yep. comes to to not only the story structure, but, I mean, we just mentioned these archetypes. We, we related them to Star Wars. You know, we can go deep into that, but, I mean, it's pretty uh, obvious when you list the archetypes like that that you can definitely put a character name, a Star Wars character name, to those archetypes. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we, we, we see them, yeah. we see these archetypes, you know, in movies, you know, from from the beginning, and we keep continue to see them. But it makes for good story. It makes for good character arts. And I think, you know, the Western definitely is, you know, has given us those, those templates. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, John. John, Mr. Dolan, Mr. Murphy here are complaining about their merchandise wagon being plundered. On several occasions on the way into town. And quite frankly, John, they think you're behind it. That's a Fargan line. You know it, Richard. Sheriff Sheriff Brady. Mr. Murphy is going to continue coming to you claiming I've taken his property until I'm pronounced the thief and shaken out of Lincoln. I've never touched his property. I have no cause. (laughs) Well, the belted earl has spoken. Look behind you, earl. All I see are hired thieves. These boys are
1: promising young men, acquiring an education. Well, I've had you pegged as the type that... uh, Likes young boys, <laughs> I agree. I think that's why it is so underappreciated. And I'm surprised because when you have that many different type you know archetypes, you would think like you could find something to relate to in each one of these characters and and it shouldn't surprise us the connective tissue between this and star wars because it's always been categorized and being sold as a space western which is sure. why the mandalorian went that route and i think that's why a lot of us love the mandalorian because it harkens back to the original trilogy i mean even down to the music listen to the music mm-hmm. kind of like that whistle to it that you you're, you're almost expecting a tumbleweed to roll by in the Mandalorian so I mean it's it's nice to have that mixed bag of, of characters
0: and I'm surprised that tumbleweed has not uh, flown that... past a shot in the Mandalorian
1: <laughs> seriously but
0: there's season 3 so we can always hope give it time exactly <laughs> You know, you mentioned uh, we just talked about uh, the archetypes and related them to Star Wars characters, and obviously, you know, Star Wars was inspired by uh, Akira Kurosawa's Seventh Samurai*, which may also have been inspired by westerns, and that's that whole circle that I mm-hmm. mentioned. Um, you mentioned you mentioned in a previous uh, show, oh, the, the last show with uh, with our new friend, it's uh, it's poetry and it mm-hmm. rhymes. So, what are some of your favorite westerns? I know a lot of people have mentioned them when I posted it on Twitter, but what are some of your uh, personal favorites? Got a nice list. Oh tombstone, yeah, Tombstone, yeah, yeah.
1: Tombstone,
0: Tombstone. Actually, besides Tombstone, because yeah. I think we'll oh, we'll get into man. that for a second.
2: I actually do want to go back to what you were saying about um, Akira um, Kurosawa about mm-hmm. uh, you know his uh, you know his movies. Uh, two of his most famous movies are actually. Uh, two very well-known uh, Western movies. Like they actually remade them into Western movies. You got the uh, Seven Samurais, which is the Magnificent Seven, you right. know, with uh, right. Steve McQueen, Yul mm-hmm. Brynner, um, Charles Brunson. Uh, and then you have um, um, Yojimbo, which is uh, also um, the basis for uh, Fistful of Dollars, which is the, oh, okay. the whole, you know, Clint Eastwood, the, the right. Dollars trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his... You know, like actually, you know, I started watching a bunch of Western movies, you know, preparing for this. But then I also started watching some of his movies. And it's just like, it's amazing on how like the similarities, even though like obviously uh, samurais and cowboys, you know, seem different. But they're actually very similar, Mm -hmm. you know, especially, um, you know, the samurais. um, What is it? uh, A ronin, especially a uh, samurai without a master. Um, It's, you know, it's 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 amazing, you know. Those are obviously some of the movies that are, are listed on my list as favorite westerns. So
0: absolutely, yeah. And it's, it's, it's just getting back to the archetypes and the blueprints that these that this genre has kind of established, and they work well. They've worked well for you know for several years, and they continue to you know offer us some great adventures uh, with characters. Yeah, totally agree. Shanti, what are some of your favorites? And I know it's Tombstone, but what else is on your list?
1: Well, during this whole pandemic and trying to scratch stuff off my bucket list one that i hadn't seen which is very surprising considering how deeply in love i am with clint eastwood i finally scratched unforgiven off my bucket list and i really really loved loved that film i don't deserve this to die like this
0: i was building a house Serves got nothing to do with it. I'll see you in hell, Wade. Money.
1: <laughs> yeah. And everyone was just so good in it. Uh, the story was actually. I I didn't really know much about the movie before I watched it, so I was actually surprised at how simple the story was, believe it or not, and the whole purpose behind everything. Um, But the acting was just such a – it was so phenomenal. And so that's definitely one of my favorite. And then if you want to get a little silly because of the time that I grew up in (laughs) – I know you guys are going to kill me because I mentioned this in our little chat – I love Feifel Goes West, which I think is a great way to kind of embed that in in kids. I mean, I saw that at a very young age. And my favorite actor of all time, Jimmy Stewart, is in that movie playing the little dog sheriff. But he's also no stranger to Westerns and did plenty of Westerns in his day. Good ones. And I would think that was actually his last role before he passed away. So that movie has a very special place in my heart. And of course, if you want to get into comedy, Blazing Saddles. Blazing
0: Saddles, yeah. Three,
1: yeah, Three amigos.
0: Classics. Oh, yeah. Love yeah. those classics.
1: German has the only presents I want Guns. Guns so that the name of El Guapo will be hanging in everyone's lips. He will be here,
0: El Guapo. But I think you will like your other presents, too. I have put many
1: beautiful piñatas in the storeroom, each of them filled with little surprises many piñatas oh yes many
2: would you say i have a plethora of piñatas a what
1: the plethora and then of course you got john wayne
0: yeah i mean you can't say western without thinking I mean, of you Duke, know actors I mean, like Duke. john wayne
1: yeah
0: absolutely <laughs> absolutely and speaking of uh you know there's that uh john wayne uh mandalorian connection Mm -hmm. i guess his uh his son was uh is a uh stuntman and is under the uh under the helmet yeah so absolutely and if you want
1: to talk shows i i used to watch like a few reruns of the original wild Wild west and that Mm -hmm. was that was such a great show
2: yeah you didn't watch the will smith one uh, I, I don't think
0: even Will Smith watched the Will Smith one. Uh,
1: boy, does he <laughs> regret that. I love how both, both him and George Clooney apologize repeatedly <laughs> for their, failed, <laughs> their yeah. failed roles, and it's great.
0: You know, I had posted uh, on Twitter what people's uh, favorite uh, Westerns were, and we got some really, really long lists. Um, I didn't realize that a lot of people – uh, that follow us really, really love the genre. We've got uh, Jay Core, who said uh, Eldorado, Rio Lobo, oh, yeah. Rio Bravo, uh, Open Range, cool Silverado for a few dollars more, mm-hmm. Sons of Katie Elder, Big Jake, Quigley Down Under, wide Earp, Pale, R- Pale Rider, yeah. The Wild Bunch. I mean, these people, they have a really, really great list. Doc Holiday, Tombstone Doc, says uh, classics. The Searchers, High Noon, Shane. Uh, the Magnificent Caché, Seven. Oh my god. Rio Bravo.
1: No, Best ever. Yeah. yeah.
0: High Plains Drifter, Tombstone, Unforgiven. Uh, and good contemporary ones like Lonesome Dove, Open Range, Appaloosa. Some great, great uh you know, comments here. One of the ones that I totally forgot about mm-hmm. and I love this director, Antoine Fuqua, the remake mm-hmm. of the Magnificent Seven with Denzel. Um, I gotta find that one, but uh, I didn't
1: check that one out. Was, yeah,
0: was I really love the director. That one. Yeah, 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 really, really good one there. Um, three ten
1: to Yuma was pretty good.
0: Oh yeah, uh, with, yeah. Russell Crow? with Russell Crowe. With yeah. Russell Crowe, and yeah. uh, Christian Bale. Really? Really. I enjoyed that one. I yeah. I enjoyed that one a lot. Three mm-hmm. t- uh, Pizza and Parsec says, three ten to Yuma is so darn good. You got no country for old men. Oh, um, man. do we count Westworld? Yes. I think I'm counting Westworld, and I, I really would... love Yul Brynner, uh, the original one, or Unless she's talking about the HBO series, I don't know. Um, as I, cheesy. talking about Yul Brynner. Yeah, as cheesy and insensitive as it may be, McClintock. I don't,
2: I don't remember.
1: Don't what is that know one? that one.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, that's that's an old one.
0: I also, uh, one. also has a special place in my heart, and we cannot forget. Oh no, we can't. The good, the bad, and the oh. ugly.
1: We need to do an episode just on Clint Eastwood because
0: yeah. he's epic. Transdotion Trojan says great film, love westerns. Shane is fantastic, one of the yeah. best. And then Young Guns from the 80s. Uh, Young Guns is great. Yeah, Young Guns is fantastic. Young I, uh, Buns. <laughs> yeah, Young Buns. Ex- exactly. you'd be better off selling ladies' undergarments in Hempstead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what Frank? (laughs) nothing that was the joke
2: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) that must have been the parody right
1: no that was always the joke but it's a good movie
2: young buns young buns i guess it's
0: applicable (laughs) look at those buns Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm You know, there always seems to be like there's a pattern of resurgence with uh, with Westerns uh, mm-hmm. from the 80s and 90s. We were really strong. We mentioned Young Guns right. and movies like that. Uh, but then there was an absence of Westerns. Again, they, they seem to to kind of oversaturate or people get, uh, you know, tired of Westerns. But uh, then we get, uh, you know, resurgences uh, mm-hmm. from the the genre. We had Deadwood on HBO. We had yep. the movie. Um, we had movies like The Outsider and mm-hmm. Concrete Cowboy with uh, Idris Elba, which right. is kind of a modern take. Um, I watched that a couple of months ago, which was mm-hmm. not bad. Um, and then, you know, new uh, Westerns like uh, Tom Hanks, uh, News of the World, which I didn't catch that one. Did anybody catch that one?
1: I didn't even, I didn't even know that existed. I haven't seen it.
2: It's on my list to watch, but um, I know it's on HBO uh, Max right now. And I know
0: there's a, a new one coming at the end of October uh, on Netflix called The Harder They Fall.
1: Ooh. And
0: uh, that Good looks title. pretty decent. And um, it's got, again, Idris Elba mm-hmm. and Regina King. Oh, and it's King. a spectacular, spectacular cast. Yeah, Regina yeah. King is one of my favorite oh, actors. Great. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we, we, we
2: talked about, Oh, what's, what else is on your list? Cause you've got, uh, you've oh, got yeah, like a Frankie, booklet. You said you have a oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, no, I mean, uh, we pretty much hit on most of them. Um, one of the, one of my all time favorite ones, which is one that you mentioned, Roe which is the Magnificent Seven, but I'm talking about the original. I'm talking right. about with Steve McQueen, Yul Brenner um, like the cast was just amazing. And then that movie in general, uh, like, I like I could be flipping through the channels and it comes on and I'll just stop and everything and watch it. It's so good. Um, True Grit, both versions. Oh yeah.
0: oh, yeah. You know,
2: the one with John Wayne, uh, the one with um, uh, Jeff Bridges, Matt yes. Damon. That was such a surprisingly good movie. I was like, man, how are you going to – like, as John Wayne was just – that's, like, such an iconic uh, role that he did. And then he knocked it out of the park. I'm going to put Back to the Future – Part three on there only because i was
1: hoping you'd say it
2: only because obviously it's my all-time favorite trilogy next to star wars uh but then i just love the whole concept of like you know taking the story of back to the future and putting it in the old west and then like then having to figure out how to get you know back to the future and i remember an episode of uh the podcast where Brad was just like, oh, that's just not for me. And I'm like, and I'm like, and then that's where the whole who doesn't love a Western came right. from. And it was, it, you know, it, it's such an amazing movie because like that one to me is harkens back to the first one where that like they have this problem, they have to figure out how to get back. And then, you know, everything ensues. Um, you know, I have a I have a couple here. Um I always really liked The Quick and the Dead. One with Sharon Stone, Russell Crowe, and Gene oh, yeah. Hackman. I like that, that, one, too. that one was such a you know uh the you know, the concept of like, you know, there's a you know uh win, you know, I forgot how much money it is, and it's like a quick draw. Yeah. You know, um such a good movie. You guys mentioned um the movie Shane. Um mm-hmm. and every time I, I hear the name Shane, I hearken back to Logan because uh the director, he actually took a lot of aspects from Shane right. and put it into Logan. Oh, cool. And that's and cool. you know how like uh, in like during the movie they're actually uh, Professor Xavier and um, Laura they're actually sitting in bed they're actually watching Shane the movie oh that's cool and, and how she quoted it at the end you know the quote from Shane when they were uh, burying uh, Wolverine spoilers if nobody's seen Logan <laughs> but um, yeah those are a few I mean I like I said I have a bunch here um, uh, Maverick you know the one with uh, uh, Mel Gibson. Which was that's a like remake of the seen. one yeah. from the show, which is also another good one. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's 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 pretty much my list. I haven't obviously said Tombstone because I know that's going to be a major discussion <laughs> later on. But yeah. yeah,
0: so what what is it about the genre that keeps you know bringing us back? And I I did mention that there's every so often there's mm-hmm. like up and ups mm-hmm. and downs and resurgence. But what is it about that genre that just kind of like calls you back? I mean, there it's such. Um, I don't want to say it's like an old fashioned genre, but mm-hmm. obviously it it is kind of historic. It's right. uh full mm-hmm. of, you know, adventure and sweaty men and horses and riding back and forth sweaty and men. sweaty cowboys. Is that your and Indians. fantasy rope. Yeah.
1: What's going on here?
0: I look into my psyche. But are we getting <laughs> yeah. back into that I young man? <laughs> sweaty men. All right, I'll bleep that out. No, okay. <laughs>
1: When a man with a forty-five meets a man with a rifle, you said the man with the pistol's a dead man.
2: Let's see if that's true. Go ahead, load up and shoot.
0: But yeah, I mean it's interesting, you know. We 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 get back to you know just a, a raw sense of adventure.
1: We, we like with, chaos.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What, Frank, why do you think we keep coming back to Westerns?
2: I don't know why we all come back, but I know like the, one of the main reasons I come back, I just love the, you know, the story of the, um, the loner, you know, the, the person that you know nothing about. And then he, you know, he comes into town everybody thinks, who is this guy? And then like, you know, nothing about him, but you know, that this guy has, you know, some serious stuff about him, you know, you know, you know the Drifter exactly, and you know harkens back to Clint Eastwood and you know a Fistful of Dollars. He walks into town, everybody's like, "Who is this guy?" And then like they don't know how to how to you know you know act around him, and like you know they're acting like whatever. And then finally, when he finally shows up, and then he pulls out his gun and starts shooting everybody, you're like, "Okay, this is a guy you don't want to mess with." <laughs> it's the type of thing. It's it's kind of like uh, the unknown. Right. You don't you know it's one of those things that you don't know about this person. You don't know his story, but you're intrigued by him just because of the fact that he's not saying a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, we get that in in a lot of movies. You know, in The Mandalorian, you know, the the first scene in the Mandalorian when he walks into that bar, everybody looks at him as like, Ooh, like you don't want to you don't want to mess with this guy. He doesn't say a word, just walks say up to it, the Frank, bar. Frank, you don't
1: want to fuck with this guy. That's exactly exactly. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. It. I'm sorry. Say, when, it say when, I'll you know? say it for you.
2: <laughs> but you know, it's is that concept of like you know he's he's the gunslinger you know he has he has his gun right there you know but nobody wants to mess with him, and and I and I feel like that concept of the of the lone gunslinger the unknown is what really draws people in because you're you're kind of weary of this person but you're interested you're intrigued by his story.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's like yeah it's like Rosa. It's the same reason I like pirates. It's they're adventurous. They're Again, they're towing, the, they're outlaw, they're rebellious, uh, they, they go against the law. Like I said, it's pure anarchy, it's chaos, wouldn't we all like to break free and kind of do whatever we want? And then again, also like what Frank said, I, I, you do like the mystery behind, you know, the drifter, the one that comes into town and impacts, you know, for a couple of days and then moves on to the next
0: Sure. And, you know, that scene that uh, you described, Frank, in The Mandalorian, that is quintessential mm-hmm. Western. I mean, oh, right down absolutely. to the swinging, you know, bar doors yeah. and the uh, gun slinging action. Absolutely. Do you know what,
2: do, do you know what uh, the secret code name for Mandalorian when they were filming was? Oh, I
1: forgot what it was. Yeah, or, forgot yeah. too. Huckleberry. There you go. Oh, nice. See, I'm telling you, man, it all comes yeah. back it to
2: Tombstone. It all comes back to
1: Tombstone. Full circle
0: yep full circle and uh before we get to full circle uh do you also shanti do you also like sweaty pirates yeah (laughs) she's like yeah i do (laughs) i thought you might in tombstone
1: crime ruled the streets violence stalked the innocent and every stranger was your enemy until Wyatt Earp and his brothers arrived.
0: And now, all hell is about to break
2: loose. Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Bill Paxton, Jason Priestley, Sam Elliott, Dana Delaney, Michael Bean, Powers Bruce, Charlton Heston.
1: You gonna do something or just stand there and bleed? Justice is coming to
0: Tombstone. Right, time for the big thank yous podcast family to those of you that support the scare of scuttlebutt podcast team scarif gives you all a heartfelt thank you wonderful people who have found it in their hearts to support our show we're super lucky to have you hello there folks like amanda jedi caligula 89 joey Rosales. what up joey the salty crew at the salty nerd podcast alex and matt Super fan of many of the Red 5 pods, Nicholas Schaefer. Follow him at Backyard TARDIS. What's up, Nick? Our Star Wars celebration friend, Chad, at Hyperspace and Holocrons. Jay from Florida. Our other Floridian, Frank, at the Garrison level. Big thanks. And certainly not least, our executor level patrons, 97 Bravo and the Convergence Podcast. And Scott and Kim from the Used and Abused podcast. Big thanks, you Red Fivers. Go give them a follow. Huge respects to all our patrons for your support. And if you want to become more involved in the Scarif Scuttlebutt community and feel like becoming a patron, head over to patreon.com slash Scarif Scuttlebutt. And remember, we can't have the scuttle without the butt. Don't forget, it's always sunny on Scarif. With patrons like you, you know, I, I mentioned early on that I posted, uh, you know, what everybody's favorite western is, and it seems like there there was a consensus. Uh, everybody included Tombstone in their list, and it is just—it's a fascinating film. Uh, one of the one of the better ones, and one of my favorites, uh, directed by George P. Cosmatos. And I think it was taken over by, from uh, director Kevin Jarre. Uh, yeah. There was an issue with shooting. But uh, George P. Cosmatos came in to save the production. Uh, director passed away in 2005. Some of the other films, I kind of was looking at him. I did not realize he also directed Rambo 2. Huh.
1: Nice.
0: And uh, Zorba the Greek with uh, nice. Anthony Quinn. Um, Leviathan and another Stallone favorite, Cobra. Ooh, um because nice. matos was known in hollywood back in the day he was the guy that would come in and fix productions uh he knew you know directing he knew action sequences so he came in to kind of you know save things um and that's what he did with tombstone and obviously it's it's a fan favorite when it comes to the genre uh masterfully done um George P. Cosmatos is also known, and I, I tried to look for it. I couldn't really find the true, the the real answer for this. But IMDB, and since you're on that website, maybe mm-hmm. you can kind of confirm this, but it says that he is the first director that filmed a scene, um, an aerial scene from the air. And I can't find the movie that he did it in. He did a movie called The Cassandra Crossing, and I'm wondering if that's it. But yeah. if you... uh. I know you're on IMDb a lot, yeah. so if you come across that little tidbit of information, um, I just find that uh, I found that fascinating because hmm. nowadays, you know, you, we use drones for everything, establishing shots. Right. You know, they're in the Bond movies; they're they're everywhere. So uh, it's kind of cool that he is known for the first aerial shot in the movie. Um, so that's kind of neat. It's starting
1: to sound somewhat familiar, and I think that actually might be accurate.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. But um, what are, you know, everybody loves Tombstone. What is up with that? What do you, what do you guys think? I know we've got, we've got answers, but I wanted to know what you guys uh, thought.
1: For me, it's the cast, honestly. Believe it or yeah, not. Yeah, two,
0: two words, Val Kilmer.
1: He's so good. <laughs> and I'm really not like the biggest, biggest fan of Val Kilmer. But yep. I truly, truly love him in that movie. I
0: didn't think you had it in you.
1: I'm your huckleberry.
0: Why, Johnny Ringo, you look like somebody just walked over your grave. Fight's not with you, Holiday. I beg to differ, sir. We started a game we never got to finish. Play for blood, remember? It's probably I mean, you know, he's good in everything he's in, but that for me that's like one of the most memorable roles.
1: Yeah, um, it really is.
2: I mean, it's it's I mean it's Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday. I mean, it's just he I mean he will forever be known as Doc Holliday. I mean, nobody like yeah. honestly, they could do I know that they did uh Wyatt Earp pretty much around the same exact time with mm-hmm. Kevin Costner. Right. Yeah. And um, no disrespect, I think it was um who who played um uh oh, one of the Quaid's. Wh- Yes, Dennis Randy Quaid. Uh, Dennis Quaid played yeah. uh, Doc Holliday in that movie, and he did a, a good job. He did a great yeah. job. You know the movie. You know, I mean, it wasn't my cup of tea. I, I thought it was way too long. I thought no, Kevin, Kevin Costner did a, you know, I thought he did all right. But to compare, you know, you have Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer playing that iconic duo of Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday. You know, you you, you know you can't really try to replicate that you know like yeah. that's why like they can never really do another movie based on you know obviously this this story is legendary you know the um the duel at the okay corral <clears throat> um but yeah nobody could ever touch it and then like what i love also you know uh, Chantel mentioned about the casting i love the notable quotes in the movie like it has right. so many notable yeah. quotes in the movie it's like Who's it's my like huckleberry exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly and then you know you have White Herbs like famous like hey you tell him I'm coming and hell's yeah. coming yeah, with I me I don't hear yeah. other
1: westerns being quoted it's right. true yeah. it's yeah. true something on your
0: mind just want to let you know you're sitting in my chair is that a fact yeah that's a fact well, for a man that don't go healed, you run your mouth kind of reckless, don't you? No need to go healed to get the bulge on a tub like you. Is that a fact? Hmm. That's a fact. Well, I'm real scared. Damn right you're scared. I can see that in your eyes. All right. Now, go ahead. Go ahead, skin it. Skin
1: that smoke wagon and see what happens. I wonder why that. I find that always to be like such a weird phenomenon. Like, and then you have yeah. and then why you have is to, this movie on everybody's and list? And you have Maybe to that's like, the question we uh, should ask.
2: Power Booth's uh, like probably one of the biggest like 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 middle fingers <laughs> to, <laughs> to them when like they're walking by with their dead brother in the carriage. Is like, well, I'm leaving. And he was like, well, mm-hmm. bye. Yeah, he's like like, whatever.
1: And I made the joke before. This is like some of the greatest movie mustaches I've ever seen. Oh,
2: (laughs) you have the greatest movie! You you have the greatest mustache of all time, Sam Sam Elliott. And I love him. Turn him loose. He
1: said to turn loose of him.
0: I'm not. So go home.
2: I swear to God, lawdog, you don't step aside, we'll tear you apart. You
0: die first, get it? Your friends might get me in a rush, but not before I make your head into a canoe. You understand me? He's bluffing. Let's rush him. No. He is bluffing. You're not as stupid as you look, I
2: No, it's just you know, it's just such a great movie, and then like you know, you have uh bill paxton also god rest his soul yeah. in the movie you know you have michael bm it's mm-hmm. like it's such a you know any i mean there's so many you have billy zane
1: you know, like a silly, yeah, totally you know forget, cause yeah. i feel like the westerns sometimes can get to that point where maybe it toes the line of being a sure. little on the silly side and and this one doesn't get silly and you would think with all these actors that it would you know like roe always says you know having these amazing actors that it can be distracting but for some reason it, it, it works. Yeah, no, this one wasn't.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. These are and some
1: I... big people in the nineties. I mean, Kurt Russell was huge. <laughs>
2: well you have Kurt Russell, Bill Paxton, you know, yeah, and you have Dal sure. Kilmer who is, you know, he like right after this movie, he, you know, was you know, made Batman.
1: Yeah, so I mean this is like the height for a lot of these guys. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I think
0: it, you know, it it obviously it has to do with this greater than than the story that was you know on everybody's mind during Mm -hmm. this time but it's uh i don't know it's 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 a combination of a lot of things and again you know i don't know what the finished version of the original director kevin jar would have and you know pumped out right right. but uh, you know the the way that it just turned out Mm -hmm. you know through the directing of kosmatos is uh it was just a good combination. I mean, the actors, the action, the scenery, the It's
1: a beautiful movie. The costumes I mean, yeah. are gorgeous. I mean,
2: I think they actually filmed it in uh, um in the original OK Corral. Yeah.
1: I think you're yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's
0: it's it's a great movie. Um, I didn't
1: get a chance to rewatch it before this and I really wanted to because Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm going to uh, in the next couple of days.
1: That's one of those movies that if it was on TV I would most likely no. stop and, and sit and watch it.
2: No. And then like what I just love about it too is just, you know, the the friendship, you know, between Doc Holliday and, yeah. and you know, yeah. and Wyatt Earp, you know, uh, when they ask him like, you know, why are you doing this, Doc? Like he's basically dying. Like right, throughout right. the movie, he's dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, why are you doing this? Like go lay down, go rest. You know, you deserve it. And he's like, he's like, he's, like, he's, like, he's my friend. Poor Belkin. He's like, yeah. he's like, I want to do this for my friend. And it, it's, it just harkens back. I'm like, man, like we could all use a friend like that. It's, it's like, going to no be sad what.
1: to watch that now, knowing what Val Kilmer is like yeah. uh, oh, yeah. going yeah. through health-wise. Yeah. It's like, oh. Uh. The cowboys are finished, you understand me? I see a red sash, I kill a
0: man wearing it. So run, you curse. Uh, run! Tell all the other curs the lie's coming. You tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me, you hear? So I guess one final thought that we have in our notes, you know, we get a, a lot of crossover stories that resemble Westerns. We talked about, you know, sci-fi and the Mandalorian and stuff like that. You've got a hero's journey, you get save a village, fight the establishment, you know, et cetera, et cetera, all that familiar stuff. Um, and even though the Western is a genre disappears from time to time and it comes back, what, what does that say? About not only its staying power, but I guess its cultural significance when it comes to movies and entertainment. Who wants to tackle that one first?
1: Look, it's a, it's a part of our history. I mean, there is a lot of you know history you know based in all of this. I mean, people did live this way. I mean, obviously, some of these stories I'm sure are very extreme because at the end of the day, we're all we're watching movies for entertainment, but every time I do watch a Western, I mean, that is one of the things that I do think about is, oh my God, I can't believe people lived this way. And that there was a time period, obviously, where we had no cell phones or electricity, and this is how things were, and people trying to get law and order in place. And so for me, it's, it's yes, it's part entertainment, but it is also somewhat part history lesson in in a way. Mm-hmm. And you know, some of these people really did exist. And I think that's also really great. I, so that, that's why I like Westerns. And I think that's why it does keep, keep coming back. Cool. Cause it's not pure fantasy.
0: Right. But it sometimes it seems like it's just right. fantastical, but I right. think it's, it's that aspect that, you know, you realize, like you said, these, you know, some of these characters were real people back in mm-hmm. the day. And that, uh, that's just fascinating to me. Frank mm-hmm. what about
2: you? I think it just it goes back to, you know, uh like I like to use this analogy. It's like it's like when you have, you know, these, you know, the night the most comfortable pair of sneakers that you've had for the longest time. And then when you just slip back into them, it just like it feels like, you know, it's like why did I stop wearing these, you right. know? And, like, I feel like that's what it is with Westerns because, like you said, like, they they have, like, you know, their decades. You know, they were big in the 60s and the 70s. They died off a little bit in the 80s, had a little bit of resurgence in the 90s and the 2000s. And then now, uh, you know, 2021, you know, uh, the biggest Westerns, you know, that we could think of. Um, but I feel like they just find different ways to implement Westerns into into pop culture. You know, we brought up The Mandalorian. You know, it's basically that is a Western in space, yeah. the yeah. entire show. It's Absolutely. like he, he gets hired for a job. He goes to do the job. He can't do the job. He wants to protect the child, you know, and then like er- everybody's hunting him and he has to, you know, and, and then like he gets, he gets on these adventures, saving a uh, a city, saving this, saving this, you know, it's just something that's just ingrained in us. and mm-hmm. And I feel like it's never going to go away. Because no matter how much, you know, people say like, oh, uh, I'm not a big fan of Westerns. It's like Westerns are just in the DNA of movie making. It's like that, you know, that's where, you know, it it started, you know, like where the real boom of Hollywood, it's like, you know, Westerns being turned turned around every every couple of months, every couple of years, mm-hmm. you know, there's a new Western movie back then. And I feel like it, it just laid the groundwork for everything that we know now. It's like, you know, you know, we talk about Star Wars and, you know, we, you hit on it, Star Wars. It's basically a space Western. Yep. And, yeah. you know, it's just something that, like, I feel like will just never go away. I just feel like it just lays dormant for a little bit. But then somebody says, you know what? I want to make a, a Western, but not a Western, but something that has to do right. with, like, Western uh, themes. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. Look at Django Unchained. I mean, that's like a Django modern Western. The, I mean, the Hateful Eight. Yeah. you, know, you
2: have movies mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then you have some comedies. You have, you know, uh, a, million dies to, a Million Ways to Die in the West.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know movies like yeah, that. Right. You know it's I funny. Forgot about that movie.
2: <clears throat> but according to Shanti, I don't like to laugh. I
1: know.
2: <laughs> you only like to um, laugh when Chantel makes you laugh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing with you, Shanti. I'm laughing at you.
1: That's cool. Bring it on. <laughs> I've fun with, at you plenty. Laughter
2: is laughter.
0: I didn't think that a lot of these uh, people that uh, responded to that tweet had uh, that type of list to just kind of ramble on and on. I mean, it's it's fantastic to see I, that uh, list.
1: I mean, I went out to a happy hour last night with two friends of mine. And when I was discussing this topic with them, I mean, her and her husband started <laughs> opening up the floodgates and he yeah. texted his brother and they started throwing out all of these all of these westerns, and it was it's amazing. How it really there. is amazing yeah. how it just sparked this conversation. I mean, we talked about it for a good solid thirty minutes. Wow! Yeah,
0: yeah, and we've been talking about it for a good solid fifty minutes. So uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. But uh, Frank, thank you so much for joining us on this topic. It was we missed uh, you. Yeah, we missed you. No, I, I missed know. Uh, miss Brad.
1: Mm-hmm. We miss Brad.
0: Yeah. But uh you know we've Ride been wherever uh, you are. Westerns are cool. Westerns are cool. I'm sure. I'm sure he thinks westerns are cool. He's a, he's a navy man, sailor man, going from town to town. So exactly. he can't be. How can he he not can't relate? be th- that unfamiliar with the with the western trope. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun talking western with you guys, uh, Frank. Uh, think of another topic, and we'll have you on again, of course. Oh, I already have one oh excellent <laughs> so excellent funny. and i and i love that t-shirt where'd you get that
2: yeah that's awesome oh this one uh i actually got it off of, of amazon because i have like i had always wanted a, a tombstone shirt yeah and i was like i was like man like you, you can never find the right one because some people make like you know their own saying like oh tombstone right, yeah. and i'm like they look cool and whatever but then this one i just said like it just <laughs> it's, it's perfect i'm like it has like his you know you know, you know say when yeah say when Awesome, and then, like, it's awesome. it's just a great shirt. And then, obviously, it's Val Kilmer, so Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, guys, thank you very much
0: for joining us here again on another wonderful topic at the Scarif Scuttlebutt Podcast. Find us wherever you find your other favorite podcasts at scarab Podcast. Look for us everywhere. And uh, we've got uh, all sorts of social media, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, we are like a bad penny. We keep popping up no matter where you expect us. But uh, yeah, and uh, if you have, uh, if you want to talk to us about your favorite Western, give us a call and leave us a voicemail at 773-234-8659, or you can send us an email at Scarif scuttlebutt at gmail.com. This is Roe. We can be found at the Red 5 Network. Don't forget to say that. And uh, yeah, Red5Network.com. And we have a website called ScarifScuttlebutt.com. Uh, don't forget to check us out there. You'll find some wonderful pictures of Shanti <laughs> doing God knows what.
1: Huh?
0: Smelling pirates. <laughs>
1: yeah. wet,
0: wet pirates. Smelly pirates, Ew. yeah.
1: You're moist and pirates. <laughs> moist. Oh, that's no. for that's for side mark, cantina.
0: Yep. <laughs> Thank you guys. This is Ro signing off. Brad, be safe wherever you are. Shanti, take
2: it out. No, let's have Frank take it out.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, Frankie, do it. Woo-hoo.
2: And that's the scuttlebutt.
1: There you go. Yeah. Bow <laughs> Wow. <Bow-row. laughs>